I'm Kim Grinnells of Dogman.com at Husky Stadium. Post-practice Tuesday afternoon, myself, intern Jack McCauley, and Chris Fetters had a chance to talk to players and coaches today. Had a chance to talk to linebacker coach Bob Gregory, defensive lineman Levi Onwozrike, who is from Texas, and asked him if he knew LaVisca Chenault from back there. So see what he has to say about playing against LaVisca Chenault back in high school. Defensive end Joe Tryon had a breakout game against Oregon State. Pac-12 player of the week on the defensive side of the ball post-Oregon State game Eddie Ulafoscio. Long conversation with Eddie as well as defensive back Miles Bryant and defensive back Keith Taylor. All of that and more from the guys from Dogman.com. Uh, some of us did. Yeah, Bob being out of Skull evaluation days. I was not one on the road. Tell us about the young linebackers, how they played in the last game. Good. Uh, I think you guys all saw, I think uh, Eddie Olafashio stepped up, had a really good game, made plays. Um, it, it was, he, he did a nice job. And Jack Sherman did a nice job as well. Where has Eddie grown into that position? Um, I think he's grown in every phase of his game. Um, he takes a lot of uh, time on his own, watching extra film. Um, he spends time after practice. I mean, the guy is a grinder in every sense of the word. He's, he's certainly improved his game. When Coach Pete said that he asked the right questions yesterday, what, what does that mean in the case of like a, a meeting or something? Somebody, Eddie? Yeah. Yeah. Um, he just he asked intelligent questions um, that are going to help him succeed on, on the field. I mean, he really studies, studies the game. Is there something in general? I mean, just a, one or two examples that you could give people that just uh, something that just to, to give people a sense of his insight? I don't know if anything jumps uh, out at me. Um, I mean, it could just be very uh, something like, hey, if the ball's in the hash and they put the formation somewhere, what, what does this mean? I mean, they're just very thoughtful questions, and it comes after watching a lot of film on his own. Um, you know, something kind of like that. That makes sense. Do, do you feel like he's done enough now to, to get on scholarship? Uh, that's that's kind of up to the head coach, and leave that up to him. Do you, do you, but they, does does Coach Beat go through the position coaches to kind of get a sense of the yep, work we'll, done? We'll we do that kind of after the season and talk about all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, and, and just it's kind of weird that I was asking him yesterday that you know the Pac-12 defensive player of the week is not in the two deeps, at least on the official two deeps. But well, he's I, been in the two deeps for the last couple of weeks. I'm not sure. We have to talk to our SID to make sure he gets on there. So, yeah, I don't, I don't have anything to do with the two deeps. I just, we just play the guys. Right. But in terms of him coming in for uh, for Brandon, I mean, it, was it just kind of a perfect example of next man up type thing? Uh, yep. Um, you know, with Junior Tafisi being down, uh, you know, Eddie really started as our third team Mike, and by his diligence and circumstances and being ready and prepared for that opportunity, he made the most of every, every opportunity, his opportunity, and it worked out well for him. You're also a special teams guy, and he's been flying around making plays for about 12 or 13 games on special teams. What, what do you see about his special teams game that makes yeah, him Yeah, he's just got a great knack for the ball, whether it's on special teams or whether it's on defense. He, he's, he's slippery on kickoff. Um, we talk about being the fly zone, avoiding blocks when there's a lot of space, and he has a great feel for that. But when he's closer to the ball carry, he knows when to strike block. He's just got a really good feel for the ball, whether he's playing defense or on teams. Really, special teams is 
defense, just a lot more space. I think it was last year's Oregon State game where he forced like he a did. couple fumbles right off yep. the bat. Yep. And I know you guys have talked about using skill guys and special teams and how that's a kind of a stepladder for them to get playing time in their position. Do you, you feel like that's kind of a, another example of how he's been able to kind of prove his worth? Yeah, he's, he played last year on some special teams for us, and he grew there, got experience. I think that certainly helped him and all the other guys, some of the younger guys that have played. Even a guy like uh, you know Junior Tafisi, who's not playing right now, but who played on special teams for us last year. Um, grew from all that all that experience. Hey, when, when you're evaluating long snappers and recruiting, what, what are you looking for? What are some of the, the key points? <laughs> well, I think it's excuse me. I think it's um, the first thing is they got to be able to snap the ball quickly, and our guys have to be able to block like uh, AJ Cardi. Um, you'll see a lot of teams will just free release their snapper. We don't. We're a little bit like the NFL where we keep our snapper in to protect. And so first got to be able to snap, and then you got to be able to bend your knees and protect. Is that always going to be a position that you want to have on scholarship? Or is it uh, yep. Since I've been here, we've, we've always had a, had a guy on scholarship. Um, if we don't feel like we have a guy, then we'll have a, have a walk-on do it. Um, we've been fortunate to have, to have a guy the last four years been really good. In terms of just, uh, I was going to ask another about Tim Horn. Yeah. Just, you know, all we get to do is see him kick off, but, uh, you know, kind of in practice, things like that. What, what, have, he, what, have, he, what have you seen from him in terms of his progression? Yeah. Um, I think Tim's got a big-time leg. I think he's helped Peyton uh, take a little bit of the load off of Peyton in terms of the kicking off. I think that he's helped make Peyton a better field goal and PAT kicker um, just by the competition. And he has continued to improve in terms of kickoffs and his field goals. Tim is. He's not quite there yet where Peyton is, but he's certainly made progress since he's been here. And Peyton, with the, just the psychology of, you know, you keep building and you keep making kicks, making kicks, making kicks, and he gets to, what, 15, 16 in a row. Does the pressure build? I mean, it just it feels like he made the the long one, the 45, 47 yarder, yeah. and then the the shorter yeah. one right at the end of the half. Like, yeah. What, what kind of goes into the the mentality there? Um, I try to stay out of the mentality of the kickers. <laughs> I kind of let them. I don't really say much to those guys. Um, you don't ever want kickers to miss, but if you watch every NFL game on Sunday, those guys are going to miss now and then. Um, I don't know if, if it was the pressure, whatever. I think he was fine in terms of his warm-ups, all that kind of stuff. Um, he just happened to miss, and hopefully he'll get back on track this week. Levi? Unless I can get there quicker. Nobody wanted to be 6-4, and four, obviously. Yeah. But is there a way to kind of change the narrative of this season heading into the offseason in these final few games? Yeah, we just got to gotta finish out these, what, three, however many games we have left. Mm-hmm. Hopefully blow out some teams and just – get next year started like let's end it on a great note yeah how much do you believe in that that maybe the momentum that you can pick up here can carry over to next year especially for a young defense yeah i for sure believe in that because you know then the young guys they go into the next season with confidence and experience yeah this defense again besides the quarterback hanging on the ball on friday against oregon state felt like it was the best performance of the year yeah a recognition perspective as well what what else were you guys doing friday that maybe you weren't doing as well in the previous seven games or eight games uh we're doing i think we're doing the same thing i think it was focusing on tackling gang tackling Mm mm-hmm and just covering each other up. One guy goes inside, somebody else should go outside. Just helping each other out. Yeah, the guy behind me in number nine had a monster game yeah. uh, oh, yeah. two weeks ago. What are you seeing from him that maybe the fans and the media don't get to see? I mean, he's just leadership-wise, he's there. 
you know, he's always joking on the field. I think that's how that's how me and him prepare, you know. We we try to be loose and then I mean, he's been working through the offseason to be as good as he was. So it's a, if it's a surprise to them, you know, it's not a surprise to our team. We've seen him. He's one of, I said before, he's one of our hardest workers. So I expected him to have this season. Everybody else did, I'm sure. Levi, when you see a kid like Eddie over here, mm-hmm. Foscio, who's a walk-on, yeah. not on scholarship the way you guys are, yeah. busting his butt, making plays on that game against Oregon State, what does that mean to you guys to see a player like that? Show? Oh, it's great because, you know, from the day he came here, everybody's like, Oh, this kid should be on scholarship. Oh, this this kid is gonna be on scholarship by by this time, by this time. So like, we've already been talking about it, you know, him as a walk on, yeah. Everybody hopefully he gets a scholar okay. pretty soon. Yep. But I think just the expectation of him coming in and the whole team already saying like he should have a scholar, blah blah blah. I think that just shows we we expected this. You know, the fans are surprised. We're not once again, we're not surprised. Eddie he balls out on field. He gives tremendous effort at practice and whatnot. He's a natural inside there, so he's he's doing good. We're proud of him for sure. Do you lobby the coaches at all to get this kid on on scholarship? Nah, uh, nah, we, <laughs> nah, we don't. I know it'll come soon for him. Uh, I was just let the coaches do. They know when to give it to him. Uh, yeah, yeah. How about a thought on Colorado? Late game, 8 o'clock kickoff out yeah. there, playing at elevation against kind of a wounded animal yeah. right now in, in the Buffaloes. What do you see on film from from these guys that's of concern for the game Saturday? A lot of deceiving, uh, especially with the quarterback. You know, quarterback that big you wouldn't think could run or do anything. But, you know, I would label him as a dual threat. He can get out on the edge. He can run for sure. You wouldn't think he could. And yeah. Great stuff, Levi. I appreciate this, man. Yep. Texas is a big state. LaVisca Chenault from Texas. Did you know, do you know him at all? I, I think I played against him because he went to DeSoto. Right. He went to DeSoto, right? I think so. Yeah, so I played against him and Katie Nixon. So I didn't know him, but, you know, our team beat him. So. Did you hit him? Huh? Did you hit I'm him? I'm not even sure. I can't even remember. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me, what do you remember about last time being back in Boulder? Oh, Boulder. The grass, the grass. I don't like the grass field. But well, what was the last time? We beat them, right? Yeah. I can't even remember that game. To be honest, I just remember I didn't like the grass field. <laughs> Why not? I just I'd rather play on turf. Do you remember Ralphie running? Huh? Did you? I don't think we saw him. We didn't get to see him. Oh, we did see him in the. We got to because I think our locker rooms by him, so we saw him in the cage. It was kind of scary. I don't think I ever see the buffalo until then. So it was big. Eyes were huge. What clicked with the defense? I mean, was this just something that you guys had a good game, or what clicked? Because it was different than what we'd seen all year. Yeah, I think it was just dudes being relentless, you know, like just being like, this is enough. We're going to make our plays. And I think Joe, he actually started off getting just getting a sack on the second play. It kind of makes everybody say, oh, I'm going to get mine, you know what I'm saying? Like, so it was just... Just will and determination. It also seems like you stepped up the last three or four games. Are you opening things up for Joe, or is Joe opening <laughs> up things for you? Yeah, I think I think it's vice versa. To be honest, I know uh, that sack he got. <laughs> that's his second sack. I opened it up for him a little bit, but uh, you know we work vice versa. We're always talking, always saying if I if I go outside, you go inside and whatnot. Did you did you find earlier in the year that maybe teams were game planning against you? You know, number ninety five. Yeah. That's the guy. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they are. You know, I get most of the double teams and whatnot. You know, if I go one way, as from the nose, a guard is probably going to come down. So, okay. When you guys started the season, you placed ten out of eleven starters because Benning's coming over. Uh huh. 
at a major college level, it seems like that's really asking a lot. I know yeah. you have next man up yourself, it's, uh, but still it seemed I mean, like you guys were going to have to grow and, and learn a lot. Um, was it tough? I mean, with a whole new unit like that almost? Uh, yeah, it was tough, but I mean, we practice together. We do off-season together, so, you know, the trust is still there. Everything's still there. It's just putting pieces together, really. Have you seen the growth from the Yeah, for sure, now? for sure. What have you seen? I've seen a lot of, especially the young guys coming through, you know, guys like uh, Trent McDuffie, just handling his business, Tuli Taki. There's everybody, everybody focusing on their 20 square feet, getting better. Vita was in town a couple weeks ago. Did you get a chance yeah, to talk to him? Yeah, I saw him. What, what did he say to you? He was just, it was really just, how you doing? Doing good, blah, blah, blah. And I was talking about the game. He, he wanted us to go to this game. We weren't able to. Just just catching up, really. Do you watch him on TV? Do yeah. You see yeah we watch it? Just, I mean, you're used to seeing that. You just kind of laugh. Yeah, it's like, just like just slapping dudes around. It's, it's normal to us. But it's still funny to see how he's still doing it at the NFL level. What did you do in the off week? On the off week, I just chilled, watched a little bit of film, played some games. How often do you get home? Huh? How often do you get home? Uh, like back home? Yeah. Maybe like three times a year. Maybe. I think maybe in the summer, before the bowl game, and then maybe two or three times. Yeah. Texas weather, Seattle weather. Choose one. Seattle weather. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, that heat is no joke. It's not. You don't want to play football in it. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Joe Tryon. Um, go out and, um, you know, just compete and dominate. Two regular games left. Went by quick. Yeah, it did. How's it been going? It's been going pretty good. You know, the season is what it is. You know, we can't really change anything about it. But, you know, a lot of things to learn from the season. You know, a lot of people got better, a lot of new faces. Just can't wait to get out there and compete again. George, it- Talking to Coach Pete yesterday, he, he kind of intimated that he felt like a performance of what you guys did on defense against Oregon State was kind of coming. Did you also kind of feel that yeah. from the practices? Yeah, I felt that a lot. You know, we've come out and practiced our asses off all all season. You know, just being able to have a performance like that is just, you know, makes us feel a lot better about ourselves. Because, you know, we've been able to do that in practice, but, you know, just putting a, a whole game together as a defense and then putting it on film, you know, it feels real, really good. I was going to say, when you were reviewing that film, was it hard to get the grin off your face? <laughs> it, was, it was a lot of smiles, you know. Yeah. I was going to say, between you and, and uh, Edifon Lafosio, it, it, it was maybe a, t- a difficult thing to determine who was the defensive player of the week. Yeah, you know, it was a. am glad we both won the awards, you know. It was really impressive and really uh, excited for Eddie, you know. He earned that one. What came good for you, though? I mean, what was it? Just, was it a perfect storm of events, or was it just the fact that the, the just all the work had, had come good? I feel like just the defense playing together really helped us, um, you know, just perform, like, to the highest standard. And just in sense of – because, I mean, you were still playing against a pretty potent Oregon mm-hmm. State offense. I mean, they had shown that they could put up a lot of points, and you saw it this last weekend. They put up 35 against uh, ASU. Mm-hmm. How do you explain it? <laughs> I don't know. You know, games are – Game plans are different against different teams. You know, we just had a pretty good game plan. Went up and just dominated. 
Does it give you the blueprint though to feel like you can you can shut down pretty much because you're you're going to be playing another potent offense this week? Yeah, um, you know the confidence is there, but you know we can't uh, just expect to do it. You know we got to put the work in throughout the week to you know go out and have fun on the field, fly around, and dominate like we should. With the quarterback with Montez, does he remind you of anybody that you've played this year? Um, not really, but you know it was new new face, so or not a new face. We played him last year, so you know. It's going to be fun. But does he look on tape a little different than what you guys saw when you were preparing for him when they came up here? Um, not really. He looks the same to me. Okay. And what about the rest of their skill guys, whether it's you're talking about LaVisca Chenault, you're talking about Katie Nixon, talking about some of their new, newer running backs. Do, are, are they kind of doing things a little differently than what you guys saw last year? Uh, no, just, you know, they're getting their athletes the ball in space, you know, just trying to give them the best uh, opportunity they can to, like, get yards and score. It's pretty much what, I, what I've seen so far. Coach Lewis said that you wanted to become a doctor. Is that just still the plan? Or? That's for sure still the plan. That's what my uh, academic advisor believes. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's looking pretty good for us, yeah. What was the actual major there? Um, right now, it's bio. Okay. Yeah, right now it's bio. So. so what's the, do you have an actual plan for, you know, where you're going to take that, I guess? Uh, want to go to med school for sure. And then after, I've been really liking pediatrics. Okay. Yeah, so I'll, I think I might just like do a lot of ped, like not ped surgeon, but just like be a ped doctor. So, yeah. So then, if everything works out and you have an NFL future and all that, is does this all come after you retire? Then I suppose. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. What do you like about pediatrics? I just feel like when I was a kid, like I just remember like my mom just gave me a big fat medicine book. And we, I would just like read it like over and over. So I just feel like it just cycles back. So I just, and like I don't, I like kids. So yeah, I think it'll be, I think it'll be like natural for me to do it. Yeah. Your, your family does like home care stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And is that what brought you from Alaska to, to Nevada? I mean, they've had they've had a they had a business in like Nevada since like around 2010, and. My mom actually was, uh, she was doing an internship in Alaska, and my dad used it as an excuse to move the whole family over. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. Were you born in Alaska? Born in Alaska, yeah. <laughs> when, when, you're, when you're from there and not a ton of Alaska kids make it to this level in football, do you have a real pride in, in being from there and telling people that you come from, from oh, that most state? definitely. I remember Googling, like, Alaska, like, NFL players, and the only person I find is, like, Mark Schlereff and Mario Chalmers. And I'll just be like, oh, we need, like, we need more of these guys. And, you know, I remember, uh, like, watching high school games and, like, seeing all these great high school players. And I'm like, oh, where did they end up? And they all go to JUCOs. And, you know, it was like, in Alaska, it was definitely tough because I was just thinking, like, oh, how the hell am I going to get out of here? And it just, you know, just time and hopefully, like, when I moved, like, I really took it as, like, okay, this is my chance, like, to get out of here and do something special. So. They do have a lot of Huskies in Alaska. It seems like a natural <laughs> yeah. fit for you. There have been a couple of guys from that state, too. Uh, tell me about your progression as the linebacker. I've been told you, you study a lot, you ask a lot of questions. Uh, is, is there over-preparedness, or is it just you, that's your MO to get on the field? I don't think there's an over-preparedness. I just feel like if you just see enough situations, you're just going to naturally react to them. So, like, when I'm watching film, I'm not really, like, I, t- I kind of just, like, I use my imagination more than just watch the film. So it's like, 
okay, I'm moving with it, see what happens. Oh, he blocks me this way, then I'll do this, and I'll do that. So it's more like I'm just getting mental reps, in a sense, like in a game. So yeah. Mental imaging, that putting yourself in that place in that video. Yeah, yeah, most definitely, yeah. And how did that translate for you against Oregon State? <laughs> really, it, it translated pretty good, I would say. I think it translated pretty good. What is the feeling when you, as a unit, can shut down an opposing offense like that? Because it was coming. You, you were up against some really good teams, Oregon and Utah, but then to put down an Oregon State team like that, eight yards in the second half, that just dominates. It was, it was great. I mean, the D-line did fantastic. And, like, all of our keys, you know, seemed to do really good. And, you know, they had, like, a quarterback who's only thrown one pick and NFL wide receiver, two great NFL backs, and to be able to shut them down like that was, it was impressive. You know, it was definitely something that we should, like, you know, take into consideration. Like, like this, that was, like, a really good thing. As a student of the game, man, and a video technician, <laughs> what do you see from uh, Colorado's offense Saturday night that is first and foremost for you guys? Uh, I mean, these guys play hard, you know. They've been in, like, a tough stretch, but at the end of the day, like, this is their last home game. So, I mean, it's senior night. I can only imagine how they're feeling. They got two, they need to win two games to get in the bowl. So, they're going to they're gonna give us everything they got, you know. You know, like, not even scheme-wise. Like, they're just going to play hard. And we got to be ready for that. So, job one is to match the emotion of the night. Mm -hmm. Yeah, most definitely. Most Would you definitely. be surprised if you're in the starting lineup on Saturday? Um, I don't really think about that. Like, I just think about tomorrow's practice. I just think about tomorrow's practice, you know. Just got to work on that. Yeah. What was the reaction when you hear for the first time Edifuan Uofoshio is a Pac-12 defensive player? <laughs> the funny thing was I was uh, eating lunch with Jack, and, like, the notifi notification came up on my phone. I was like, oh, Jack, go on Twitter right now. <laughs> so it was more like, like, yeah, my phone's about to blow up really soon, and, just try to just stay humble. Just you know, just like don't get too, don't get my head too big. So it was more, it was like, yeah, this would be something cool to tell my mom more than like, oh, this is like cool for me. So yeah. yeah. Who are the first people you reach out to to share that news with? Definitely, I told my mom. I didn't really want to tell people because I should, I didn't want to be like, oh, look at me. Right. So it was more like, I just only told my mom, and everyone else kind of just found out by themselves. So, yeah. Which Jack is that? Jack Sermon. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm curious, you know, when you went to Gorman and there's so many good players on that defense, on that team, and you, you had the same stats as a lot of those guys. I mean, did you feel like you were overlooked in that process? Um, yeah. Yeah, and it was it was hard, but, you know, I don't, I don't have any regrets on, like, what I did back there. And, you know, it all turned out for the better, so... I don't really look back at it. <laughs> you had a, a couple scholarship offers from like FCS schools, right? Did you you consider them at all, or was I did, I did, I considered them heavily, and it's just it's just honestly at the end of the day, it just didn't feel right for me to go there. And you know, I talked to my parents, and they just said, "Hey, we support you no matter what," and we ultimately just decided to walk on. Do they make it to many games? Uh, they make it to a good amount. If they don't make it, then. They're definitely watching, yeah. What was the biggest point that sold you in UW? Um, honestly, I feel like I was, like, supposed to go to UW. Like, it wasn't, like, anything that the coaches did. Like, in high school, I would just, like, watch their videos and be like, oh, that's so cool. So I just feel like I gravitated to them. So And then when Coach B talked about, like, 
life and a culture, then I definitely felt like, okay, like, I like the way he thinks. I like his philosophies. So definitely just was easy for me to make that decision. Just having all the details in line and the details in order to be the best team that we possibly can, I feel like that's something that I learned. How much do you think that's going to help the guys that are back next year to have learned from this year? Oh, yeah. I think this experience will for sure help those guys. Uh, I mean, any experience will help you as long as you learn from it. So, I mean, this is this has been a pretty a pretty uh, good experience to learn from. And just I hope those guys take it and just do what they can so they can get back to where they need to be. Thanks a lot. Well, simply put, what happened at Oregon State? I mean, you saw it. You saw it. Uh, it was just lights out defense, like 100, 120 yards in total from that offense, and they're a pretty explosive offense. So to hold them is pretty good. And I think it's a credit to those guys up front, just getting out there, putting the pressure on the quarterback, putting the pressure on the running back, holding those two running backs who are pretty good to uh, low numbers as well as holding their, uh, their receivers to low numbers. Uh, I mean, I feel like there's not much more you can ask for. So I was going to say they they just put 35 on Arizona State. Right. You held you shut them out. Right. So uh, I mean we just it, it's just something to build off of. Just next week and then the week after and then down on the bowl game. So just keep building for these next three games and hopefully just setting the tone for next year for those guys. I know your expectations are obviously high to do that every week. Right. But what was it about the week leading up to it that you think that really kind of unlocked everything? I think just the preparation, just uh, just preparing to to go out there and play on that stage and going out there and performing at that level. So, just starting in practice, starting in the meeting, starting on that uh, what was it? We played Utah, then Oregon State. So starting on that Monday that, and that Sunday and Monday, and just just trying to transition to that uh, that Friday game, and just getting that working before before we even like really started practicing. So, I think it was just the preparation. Thinking back to the Oregon, the way the way the Oregon game ended and the Utah game ended, in your mind, do you think that was fuel? And, and did that kind of propel you guys to show what you were capable of doing? Oh yeah, I think any time losing and coming off that loss, you just want to get back out there and just get out there and play. So um, just coming off that loss, I feel like guys wanted to go out there and just get back to where we needed to, and it was it was a pretty good uh, showing defense for us to able to uh, to be able to, uh, to do that. Moving to Colorado, does Montez, is, is, is he any different than what you saw last year, or does he remind you of anybody that you guys have already played? Um, in terms of reminding me of somebody we've played, I don't, I don't think so, no. But he's a, he's a guy who can run. He's a guy who can throw. So, I mean, they put him in a lot of positions to succeed, and they give him all opportunities to succeed. So, uh I mean, he's a guy who could throw the ball downfield as well as run the ball, and they put him, they give him chances to run draws and run read options and and quarterback leads. So uh, he's he's pretty good at what they give him. The last couple of games that they've played, I mean, whether it's UCLA, Stanford, their offense is only averaged, I think, like 14 points a game, even mm-hmm. though they've they've had some explosive games in the past. What have defenses done recently? Do you feel that shut them down? I think really just understanding where their playmakers are and just trying to trying to put that quarterback in hurried and uh, uncomfortable situations and just trying to contain him and rush him. So, uh, uh, I mean, I feel like as long as we just put pressure on the quarterback and stop the run, 
stop those playmakers, and we'll be in pretty good shape. What are your memories from Folsom Field two years ago? Uh, that was a fun game. That was uh, coming off the 2016 Pac-12 championship, and that was a rematch. And uh, we went there. It was raining. It was it was just a fun environment. It was like a, I think it was an eight o'clock or seven o'clock game, just how it would be this Saturday. So, I mean, just the start of the game to the end of the game. It was fun. It was competitive, and guys enjoyed it. Keith Taylor, you like practicing out in the cold, the rain, the wind coming off Lake Washington? Yeah, sometimes you know it has a it has its perks sometimes. I'm trying to remember. Have you been back to Boulder? Boulder, uh, yeah, my freshman year. What do you remember? It was cold. Uh, it was raining. I'm sure. Um, I don't think when it was cold there. I, I don't feel like it's as cold as it is now there. But you know, I'll just I'll be prepared, more prepared this time. Though. You're a SoCal guy. Yeah. The SoCal guys despise the cold a little bit more than say like the local guys. Uh, yeah, I would say so. Because um, you know, SoCal, we're used to the sun. You know, it's it's warmer down there. It's not, you know, the coldest it'll probably get is probably like 53 degrees in Southern California. But yeah, so. Coach Pete don't like the cold. Nah, <laughs> he doesn't. <laughs> Tell me about the defense. You know, against Oregon State. I mean, it was just we hadn't seen that all year. What happened? Was there something that clicked? Was it a good day? Was it planned? You know, what was going on? Uh, I feel like it just finally clicked. You know, the the last two weeks, you know, for Utah and for uh, the week for Oregon State, we emphasized tackling and just getting off on third down, getting off on fourth down, and just finishing throughout the fourth quarter. So we really emphasized that. We just took that to the game plan. And, you know, I feel like we executed that pretty well. How do you think you're, how do you think you're playing this year? Um, I feel like I'm doing all right. Um, you know, I'm still looking for that first pick. But, you know, it, you know time will come. But, you know, other than that, I feel like, you know, it's, a, it's been a solid season for me, I feel like. You said you're looking for that first pick. Yeah. I mean, I know Coach Lake. Is he on you a little bit about that? Yeah, there's like an interception ticker in the uh, in the DB room right now. Right now it's at uh, 811 days, I feel like. So that's counting back to my very first game versus Rutgers, you know, all the way up till now. So, so waiting for it. Give me an idea of what he says to you when he's giving you a hard time about that. Uh, just, you know, you know, whenever we start the meeting, it's just, you know, just, there it is right there, KT. The interception taker is still waiting. You know, that's, that's all it is, you know. It's just motivation every day. Tell me a little bit about Trent McDuffie. Uh, what you want to know about him? <laughs> You've been around. You've seen Byron Murphy. You've seen all these guys coming through. How does he compare to those guys, and is he different? Um, yeah, I would say he's different. You know, he's, he's his own player. Um, he's very polished for a freshman, uh, which is a very good thing. And I feel like he's gonna, you know, he's gonna play a lot of big time ball here for us. Um, he's, you know, he's very, he's a very elite player. He's, you know, real quiet, real subtle. You know, he's like a silent assassin. I, w I would say. Um, but yeah, he's gonna be a great player for us. Lavisca Chanel. What about him? Does that make you smile a little bit? You get a little. Yeah, yeah, it'll be a nice little matchup. You know, we'll be ready for him. It's, you know, you know, we'll have a game plan set. You know, and we'll just play ball. He's a great player. Um, won't even knock him for that. Great ball carrier, great, great receiver, great overall player. So you know, it's going to be a fun matchup. Two games and a bowl game left. Is it hitting you? I mean, it just seems to me like we just started yesterday. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's been a very fast year, but you know, as always, it's always fast. You know, and you know, boom, just like that, the off season. So. What'd you do over the bye week? Did you get to do anything fun? Go home? Anything special? I would just stayed out here. Just you know, I was just relaxing, really, just getting some treatment. That's all.